Yo, 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 what up, world? You already know who it is. It's your boy, Regular John. You are now in tune to the Regular John Podcast. Mr. A.K.A. Regular Duggable. My guests have finally arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I got two of my brothers in the building right now, man. It's a great time. It's a great time. It's actually the first episode for 2020, man. So give it up for season five. This is this is really big. So I really, on the season five, I want to start off on a positive note, on a good note. So this podcast is going to be a little different than what I normally be doing. So I got two brothers here. They're my brothers. We don't look alike. It depends on how you, the angle. <laughs> we might. But Brian's harder than all of us. Anyway, I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves, man. Uh, what's up, man? I'm Brian from the Imperfect Church Podcast. So yeah. thankful to be here, man. Appreciate you having me. So imperfect. <laughs> I'm Sean. Um, glad to be back. That's a, right. Yeah, did a couple of episodes. Yeah, he was yep. friend of the podcast. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Family mm-hmm. of the podcast. Family of the yeah. podcast. Yeah, he did. Um, when I when I when I was JRTBLE because you know I changed my name a lot. You know I just couldn't find my entity at the time, so I was JRTBLE <laughs> talk podcast. Right? You see how it was a tongue twister with that whole thing, right? It's like it was a tongue twister. Another podcast. Either way, yeah. So. Sean's coming back mm-hmm. for the regular John podcast. So welcome, brother. Welcome, Thank brother. you. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man, of course. Uh, today's podcast, though, America, me and B was talking about uh, being parents. And we wanted to talk about fatherhood. Mm. So when it comes to fatherhood, I feel like the fathers, man, you know, obviously the mothers are the backbone. You know, they carried them for nine months. and I feel like the fathers maybe are the muscle. kind of wrong. <laughs> Could be kind of wrong here, but I feel like fathers play a a strong point in a child's life. Yes. Yeah. And so what I want to do, I want to talk about that because yeah, you could lose your mom. When you lose your mom, it's like the whole world crumbles. But fathers are a good backbone too. So we want to talk about that: the good, the bad, the ugly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we all have kids. Sean, how many you got? Um, ten. three biological, ten. yeah, ten. That's pretty much the answer everybody gives. Ten. I got three that are biological, but four that that to me they're mine. Mm. What's up, man? How many you got, B? I got one that I claim, <laughs> and none that have popped up. <laughs> no, I, I have one uh, yeah, amazing nine-year-old beautiful uh, daughter. He got one on the way. Though. One on the way. Working on. He's working oh, on. Oh, congrats, man! Working on. I mean, not really. I'm just putting that in the air because I'm mean, putting it in the air. Oh, okay. I'm trying to okay. put it out there. Right. I'm really messing with him because right. like, you got me though. They had a whole <laughs> romantic situation. It was another podcast. Anyway, I have one America. Um, I have a uh, 18 year old right now, currently enrolled in UNCG. He's home for Christmas vacation. Christmas is over. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that there. Actually, I take that back. I got three others too. His his siblings. I got a. I got a. How old is Ari? Ari is what? Like eighteen. Ari's sixteen, and the twins are. Um. I want to say fifteen. So I'm gonna say I got four in total. That's, I, that's incredible, man. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. Seen it a lot. So I claim, I claim, I claim them. I claim them, man. I claim them. I mean, I'm so happy when they come into town. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. love, I love all. I love all of them, man. Even the one that give me the most headache, the most. 
<laughs> don't let him tell. Don't let, don't tell him I said I did. But you know, I love him too. But I'm just saying, I love Ed, all of them. But yeah. But see, that's normal. I don't have any favorite. That that's normal though. I mean, if a kid doesn't give you a headache, I'm kind of concerned. I, it, to be real, I mean, you know, they're, they're the reason why we live and breathe, or at least on my end, I'm sure for y'all the same. But they, man, if they don't test you though. <laughs> Shit, test. That's <laughs> not even a word for me. And B, I don't even think you've been tested yet. No, I haven't been, man. I, I would say parenting for me has been incredibly easy because I have a very laid-back kid. Mm-hmm. And her and our personality are very, very similar, so I know what pushes her buttons. She knows what pushes my buttons. And plus, our time is so limited. Yeah. So I think when your time is limited, you are less likely to get on each other's nerves because you know, you know, come Sunday afternoon, like this time with us stops. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy to think that, but um I don't know, man. Like I feel like, you know, me and my my wife and I've been married for a year and we talk about having more kids and it'll be her first biological child but to me I feel like it'll be my first actual real parenting experience Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying my daughter and her mom and I she left when she was two months old so I had a very very small experience with the changing diapers in the middle of the night and all this other stuff oh so you ain't had the full thing no oh wow I ain't had I skipped all that I got a great teenager (laughs) No, I mean the thing is, is I was I was the dad though who was extremely involved. Like I went to every doctor's appointment besides one. I, I, you know, she was on formula, so I knew how to make the bottles. I wasn't afraid to change. Like you know, some dads are just scared to hold yeah. their kids. Mm-hmm. Like their kids are crying, they don't know how to hug them. They don't like. Yeah. I was I never had that, but my daughter's never been in the house with me full time, so that's nuts. Wow. And see, I I can kind of relate to that because when I. When I had my oldest, Isaac, um, <clears throat> it really, as stupid as it sounds, but Shout I was just, Isaac. I was, <laughs> I was just that young and naive. Yeah. It never really hit me that, Hey, you're a dad until we came home from the hospital and it's like two o'clock in the morning and he's screaming and you it's sleep. like, I got to, I think, no, I, well, yeah, you did. At first I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well we got to, you know. What, what's going on is you know it, it finally hit like that first night when yeah. we were at home when it's like okay the nurses aren't wheeling him out and they take care of him for the night while you know right it, it, i mean it it hit that that's, that's what a really eerie, that's a very eerie feeling because when you're not when your baby's first born you're in the hospital like it's people at your beck and call yep mm-hmm. like they literally i don't know if they do it now but they come in a the room they're like oh you need some rest we'll take them yep but when you get home, yep. you go from like it's somebody walking in the room every hour to nothing. Yep. Wow. And there's this overwhelming feeling of like I'm gonna kill my kid. Yeah. Like, like wow. because all they can do is cry. Mm-hmm. And so like God forbid, like I, I know one time my daughter had colic, where like a stomach gets real tight. It's basically bad gas for a baby. Yeah. And from three o'clock in the morning to three thirty in the morning for a week straight, she would scream bloody murder. And I remember, like, passing her back and forth from her mom. Like, no, I'll, I'll take her. Just go in the other room. And eventually, like, you swaddle her, put her in the crib, and close the door and walk out of the room. Because there's nothing you could do. Wow. My All of my three were so... They had acid reflux so bad, they all yeah. had to be on soy. Because 
like you said, they they get a good night's rest, a couple of hours, like sleep right. real solid, and then they just wake up screaming. And you know, I mean, it was a bunch of baby stuff that's disgusting, but. I mean, it really was a handful to try and go, okay, as a parent, like, you know, your first couple times through, it's like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, obviously something's really wrong. Is this a hospital trip or is it something right. that we can fix? You know, with my my youngest, I knew exactly what it was the third time. Yeah. The third time, I was like, nope, he just has acid reflux. This is what we <laughs> need to do. This is how it works. So I had experience at that point, but, right? But the you know the first, especially the first time, it was like I was really nervous. I'm like, there's obviously something wrong. No yeah, kid, even wrong. as young as he is, you know, you have the normal cry, and then you have the something is really wrong cry, right? And mm-hmm. it was just really hard to grasp what was going on. You know, it's t- it's terrifying, bro, mm-hmm. because you're like, there's no me. Like you can read all those books. Like I got to what they expect when they expect me. Oh, no. yeah, no. I got in chapter five and I just put it up. Cause I was like, my kids gonna be different from whatever experience somebody else had. And part of it is you want to just be in tune with your kid. Like I want to learn my child's personality. I want to learn how to do it myself because there's going to be a time where nobody's going to be around to help. Like I remember after her mom left and I got joint custody, like I remember her coming with me for the weekend and she was like a year and a half old. And I'm just like, I'm excited. Cause it's like Christmas for me cause I'm around my baby. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm like, I don't know what the heck to do. Right, right, like, right. like daddy eat, like, oh, food. All right, cool. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's an excitement. And, and I mean, fatherhood is just one of those things. There's no handbook on it. It's important, extremely important. But, Kids make you feel almost like, I don't know, for me, man, as a parent, I've always either felt like a superhero or a failure. Well, I feel like most like of Like, never yeah. in between. There's never, nothing never, in between. I've never had a day where I'm like, oh, I'm a decent dad. Yep. I'm either like, oh, yep. I got it's this I, or yep. I suck. Yeah. So, so what would you say was the, the biggest struggle with fatherhood? Let's share struggles with fatherhood then. Honestly, for me, the biggest struggle in my fatherhood was joint custody. Oh, God. Um... Because it's something about two parents that aren't together. It technically it should be easier because your house is over here, yeah. Her their house is over there. Mm-hmm. We just need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. But what happens is is usually two individuals turn against each other and the child becomes secondary. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like how can I make this person's life miserable? But they don't they don't realize when it comes to a child in a blended family or a separate house. Every time, excuse me, and I almost wanted to tell this to the mother of my child. Every time you try to hurt me, just turn around and punch her. Yeah, that's who you're hurting. Yeah, I'm an adult. You can't take anything from me. Whether you take a certain amount of money from me, I can always go get another job. I'm gonna find a way to eat, and I'm definitely gonna find a way to feed my child. Mm. But it's just that constant battle where the kid's not even number one anymore. They're like they're yeah. used as a pawn. Yeah, they're a pawn no, exactly, and they're a weapon. Exactly right. It's a weapon, bro. And, I've, go uh, ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, what was your biggest struggle? So it, it's kind of along the same lines, but <clears throat> it's it's a little it's a little different because the lines get blurred mm-hmm. um, with you know having two different households and stuff like that. You just because you're getting along, you kind of get this sense of. Okay, we're working things out. Everything's going to be, you know, 
maybe we'll come together and you know not not as far as getting another relationship yeah. but we'll come together and everything will be fine and you let your guard down and like I've even opened myself back up to oh this is what's going on which I normally wouldn't do yeah. and then bang just like that it all changed in one phone conversation mm-hmm. and you're back to okay I need to shut down and this and that but it's like you said even though the kid's not directly involved when there is hostility between me and my ex, okay, yeah. even if we don't use the children as a pawn, they still they're still picking that up. They're feeding off of that, and it damages relationships on both sides. Bro, I, it's crazy you say it. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you I can never forget. Like a few weeks ago, my daughter was struggling, and I was like, "What's wrong?" She was like, "I just wish you and mom would talk." She's like, I don't want y'all to be together. I know y'all are both happy. Mm-hmm. I can just tell that y'all don't like each other because y'all don't even have conversations. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's nine years old. I was like, for real? I was like, I, and I asked her, because me and my daughter are very honest with each other. I said, can you tell your mommy and daddy don't get along? And she was like, yeah. She was like, normal people talk. Y'all don't talk. There is there is TV man. Shout out to TV. There is no way to. I mean, for instance, even though this is slightly off topic, my my family was always broke. But come Christmas time, everything else, you know, my parents tried to make it appear that it was something it wasn't. But the bottom line is, kids they they don't always realize it. They see through all that. Okay, they pick up on everything. They feel you know. They yeah. they see if if yeah. you brought up your ex to your to your daughter, she will see you cringe, even though you think I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm saying it with a smile right. on my face. Right. She like nah. You she don't can tell. She can look you in the eye and go, "Yep, I just hit a nerve." I mean, it, as they get older, it only gets more intense. They they get caught in the middle even more, simply because. It comes up to when you get to college, you know, when when you start driving, who's going to buy the car? Who's paying the insurance? Well, if I'm paying the insurance, they have to abide by my rules. Well, if I'm having the car, it's not leaving my house. You know, it, right. It just because the only reason why I'm, I brought that up is because that's where I'm at right now. You know, my oldest, he's got his permit. He's halfway through that phase. And it's like, Okay, we can't even come to terms with visitation. Now we're talking about our son's car. Have you ever decided to no longer fight? Like, that's where the place we've, I got to. I, I said, I, I, I'm We've tried to, that. I'm going to, no. Like, I'm talking about on your own as an individual, say, I'm taking myself out of all the fights. Well, I do that in, in, in that sense. However, with, it, it gets kind of, it gets kind of complicated because, when you take yourself out of it and they're that old, you know, I mean, my kid's only got a couple more years before he goes off to college. Yeah. So the more I take myself out, especially from from a boy's perspective, okay? Right. I, I'm, I'm dealing with more than one issue here. Yes, I'm dealing with someone that I obviously can't get along with on a day-to-day basis. Right. But I'm dealing with, okay, do I lie down and show my son... You know, well, if somebody pushes too hard, you just, you let them do what they're doing. Yeah. Or do I fight and show them what a marriage shouldn't be? You know what I'm saying? Like, either way, you're I, th- I think it's one of those things where, like, you're, you're, your son is old enough to realize when you're being authentic with him. 
Oh yeah, and, and I, I say that because I have a nine year old, so I, I have to, you know, one thing I always explain to my daughter: one, it's not your fault. It's mm-hmm. a, it. Adults don't get along. That has nothing to do with you. Um, but two is is I all I I gave myself a standard of I'm not going to raise my voice at her mother. I'm not going to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. As hard as it is, when I can, mm-hmm. and I and I'll tell y'all the truth, yo, I've been so mad with the mother of my child. There was a point where I could justify. I felt like I could justify to Jesus smacking her in the face. Like, and it's it's fu- you. It's funny you say that, bro. Probably. But I, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've spent one Christmas on Christmas Day with my child. She's nine years old. We have a joint custody agreement since she was a year, a year and a half. I've had Father's Day ruined. I've had my birthday ruined. I've I've been blocked from my iPad that I purchased. Like when you go through all these things, there's an amount of PTSD that builds up yep. in you. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about, bro. There was at one point in time, and even closer now, I pay a mortgage payment in child support. Oh, I feel I feel really. Wow. We need to talk a mortgage payment. We after hearing after hearing this yo with y'all, I hate to cut y'all be. But I just had to say this because it's just uh, what y'all go through. My struggles are nothing. Are <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Look, because I, I don't have a, I don't have a I, I you know, baby mom. I got a whole I, mother of child. Mother of I, child. I always I, refuse to call her my baby's mother because at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you a funny story that this, actually man, this is for y'all. Y'all both re- reality. <laughs> Reality brings a healing like never before. This is bold. This is canceling for so y'all. So I kid you not. I'm just going to hit y'all with questions, the, the time before last. Y'all don't want to hear my struggles anyway. <laughs> no, bro. Because you, no comparison. I, I, I cheated. Period. I cheated. Yeah, you, you adopted. I adopted. <laughs> yeah. But I cheated. I, I'll give you a funny story, yo. So. Y'all actually laid down had the baby. Damn, yeah. that real. Yeah, so. Damn, I need No that. joke. Like, maybe need to get time, before, time before last when my daughter was here. Me and her were sitting down doing a podcast. And so I was like, all right, you ask me questions, I ask you questions. She was like, Dad, how did you, you and my mom meet? Mm-hmm. My daughter's not. I said, PB, I met your mom in the club. I said, I, I thought she looked nice. She thought I looked nice. I said, we went out on a couple dates. Black ties? Yeah. No, <laughs> not, no, 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 not black ties. <laughs> not black ties. So it was... Nah, it was um, it was, it was the basement. Remember the porch in the basement? Oh yeah, on on uh, Glenwood Avenue. Yeah. Oh, I know everybody remember that. Club. <laughs> you you know, from Raleigh, you know where it is. I remember the basement. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we're, I was yeah. in Charlotte at that point. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, and so it it it's Fuck Charlotte close. <laughs> <laughs> Another but, podcast. But it's but it's funny because my daughter was like, she was like, oh, and she was like, so you mean tell me y'all went to a club? Or y'all were everybody dancing, drinking different stuff, and that's how y'all met? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, how do you know what a club is? She was like, dad, no, everybody they, knows yeah, what they, a club they is. They learn on their own, man. But it was funny because I I never want my daughter to think that she came from a perfect man. Still ain't met her yet. Another podcast. That's the thing. I, I don't I, like. I don't feel like I'm never going to ever talk bad about her mom. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, it's funny you say when the hurtful things happen to you. I never wanted to express to my daughter these specific things I had to go through because I yep. never wanted to ruin her relationship with the, her mother. The only, the only thing I've had to come close with, and I make sure that I throw out a defense, is 
I'll say, look, here's what, because once they get older, they want to do certain things and I'll, I might have a problem with it for a legitimate reason, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like, okay, look, this is where your mom's coming from. I can completely understand from her point of view. I can completely understand from her point of view, but this is where I'm coming from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I always make sure that there's that defense for her where I'm not saying, well, your mom is wrong and I'm right yeah. and I'm sticking to my guns. It's just more or less like, excuse me, it's more or less like it, it, it's got to remain neutral because I wouldn't want her doing that to me. And I don't want to be the hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her bashing me for for a decision that I've made for them. Yeah. All right. So let me ask this though. Mm -hmm. So which all y'all struggles that y'all had seems like they're kind of similar, right? Yeah. How do you? When does it? I'm trying to figure out how I can ask this question. Ask it because as authentically as possible. Yeah. As I could. Um. How? Because I'll give you a situation. There's a person I know. That um, has kids. Well, wait a minute. Would this person mind being on your podcast? I mean, because they're going to know their story if you start telling it. It doesn't matter, dude. It really it don't matter. matter. Because their name is right, right there. Right, right. You probably already know who I'm about to talk about. So I, just no, don't I the name out. do, but... So, my thing is... Alright, so... I have a, a... I know a person that has kids. Uh-huh. It's not really active in it because the mother decided to withdraw visitations because he's not doing things not contributing is that it's, true or not before we go any further see that's what i'm saying there's two different podcasts you know there's one story then there's another story so here's the thing so my question is how is that so for someone to keep somebody away from their child so here's the thing in the state of north carolina they don't fa favor a mother or a father i say for any dad stop arguing with her take her in court if you get put on that plaintiff, that's what? the first time I'm going to disagree with you all night. To be honest, oh, they I, they favor the mother. I will say this. I will say this in Ryan's defense. Mom. But my thing is, say the dad ain't really doing as far shit, as though. say the dad is literally sitting on his ass, ain't doing okay, shit. Okay, okay, so, don't got a so, job. He deserves so, to get so, help so, her. So, this, so, so that he, he doesn't need to, need to be in that kid's yeah. life. Yeah, right, he, he wants to be in the kid's life, but the mother's like, no, you're a bad influence. I really don't want you around the kid. But here, that's true. You got to remember, fathers have... So a, is that right or wrong? No, that's right. It, it, that, if he's not doing it, anything, it, here's the thing. strip his rights. Here's the I'm thing. Sorry, in my here's opinion. Here's the thing. Fathers have a pulverizing effect on their kids. Mm -hmm. If a man is sitting on his tail not doing anything, that makes it okay in their kids eyes and i agree with everybody that. has this yep. daddy image mm -hmm. my daddy's gonna take care of me i'm fine but he needs to show some progress in his life in order to be around that kid's life it's not cool to just be like hey come sit on the couch with me let's watch tv right but you ain't providing. you're not a father but you're not providing you're not you're not a, you're not you're not a father yeah and, and so i mean i definitely agree with that i agree with you know I agree with the mothers that do say, hey, you know what? I'm up here busting my ass. You're doing nothing. Now, now here's the thing. <clears throat> there's a I do feel like there's there's a lot. There's a lot of women that cry that when it's not true. But yeah, I, I hate I'm to not, say that. But, the, but the, the, the ones I know? But also, no, there's I a lot of women. But also, too, is, and, and I want to bring And the guys up. I know that are dads, 
don't do shit. Yeah. Okay. So now there's a difference between a man who doesn't do anything and a woman who is vindictive towards that man because they're not together. Yes. Now, okay. just because she doesn't, but, yeah, yeah, but that's but real. just because she real. doesn't agree to what he's doing. For example, but say she's not vindictive. Say she's more or less like you know, it didn't work out with us. We have a kid together. I need assistance in this, and he does nothing. Okay, but like I said, if he's a decent, she has that right to say, you know what? If he's to a degree, to a degree, if he is yeah. not a decent human being, there always you always a decent human being in this. Okay. Being. A decent human being. Okay, there's uh, job. Okay. It's it, it's di- <laughs> it's different than what it used to be back in the day. Because right now, if you go look for a job, you got to go online. You got to fill out applications. You have to wait for somebody to call you back. You can't walk into a business right, and say, right. "Hey, I'm Brian. I'm a hard worker. All right, well, come on in for an interview." It's a little different. Yeah. Okay. If he is a decent man, as in he's respectful to that woman, he's doing his best right. to find a job. She needs to always foster them having a relationship. You cannot just take yeah. a kid away from their father. All right, but say of, he ain't doing that though. Now, if he's not doing, if that, he's not doing that, then he then, doesn't need to then, have a kid in his then life. Then the kid don't need to be because around because and you know this is one of so the questions. Do you think I'm asking another question? Sorry, I cut you off. I have questions now. I'm questions now because I, I mean I know a lot of strong females out here holding that that's playing both roles. You know what I'm saying? She's not playing both you roles. Can't. I know a lot that's playing both you roles. And, and you know what? You, facts. And I, you, you can't tell me different. No, I no, know no, for, no. I know for a fact because I'm a product of a single mom home, bro. So I get it. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So hold on. I ain't done. My <laughs> thing is this. I know situations about to where, yeah, she is definitely, they are, they are definitely doing it by themselves. So motherfuckers not shit. I can tell you this. And it's not always and the girl. Is, it's not always the what the girl is vindictive. You right. We didn't say that. Was always say you didn't say that. I'm just well, saying here, that. I threw that out there. Here's my thing, man. A lot of times, and this is what people need to understand. This is coming from a person who's married now. Mm-hmm. This is coming from a person who had a child out of wedlock. It's both parents' place to be in that child's life. Absolutely correct. Reg- hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I'm agreeing with you. Regardless of the situation. And I'm here's the thing. Yeah, he's getting and, 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 I, and I want people to understand this because I came, my child was produced out of wedlock. Right. In that moment, those two people, if you decide not to be together, it is not your job to be against each other. It's your job to put that child first. Yep. So why you think that doesn't happen? It doesn't because happen because we like to be on our pedestal. Here's the yep. thing. You know what would stop a whole lot of manipulation in the court system? If you fuck around and have a kid out of wedlock, you pay for it. You can't take somebody else's money. And you know what? There, there was something that I thought about. Think about that, bro. Hold on a second. Think about if you knew... If I have a kid with this man who I met in a club or whatever situation, and, you and I can't get no assistance for it, I guarantee you, hey, can I have your number? No, thank you. Have a good night. But we make a system so easy to where we foster this behavior. There are some women, just like there are some men who go out there and have a kid because it's a free paycheck. Right. Yeah, I've heard about that. When you have a kid and y'all are no longer together, that kid's a priority. I don't care what you do. If you happy and you with somebody else, good, because you're going to love that kid even more because you're happy. You're not waiting on me. There, there, is, there was something I was thinking about on the way over here. And 
before I say what I'm about to say, I'm not saying that one parent can't do a fantastic job and still raise a good kid. And they can. They I'm can. A of they can. I'm not saying that. I'm prodigal. What what I am saying it, it, it whether it's a mother or a father, we're going to use a father for example because that's what we're talking about. That part. A father. I just had to put that out there. A father should set an example for his son of what a man should be. If he cannot fulfill the right role, okay. Like we're not talking marginally, like questionable. We're talking catastrophically fails. He should be removed from that situation. Even if he had a daughter, he's teaching her something different, but it's the same role. He's teaching, he's teaching. Hey, this is what a good husband should be. Right. Okay? Right. Because the the father, especially when you have a little girl, shout out to you. Um, you are the first male she knows. Yeah. So if anything, she's gonna be looking at you when she gets older. Like, I want my husband to be like my dad. No, exactly. Well, see, here's the thing. How but many? He, how many fathers understand that? Let me tell you something. I have an anger problem, right? Mm-hmm. I yell. You know the one person that does up top, not up top. You know the one there person who does who does <laughs> not get yelled at. My daughter. Yep. Right. Only because I never want another man to yell at her, and I right. never want her to view that as acceptable. Because it'll be a bad boy. It's typical. It's completely hypocritical. But what I'm saying is, is that it's real. I, I'm, I'm just saying, for me, from personal experience. Look, I grew up in a house with my biological mom and dad. There was never a day in my life where I woke up and my mom was over here and my dad was over here. Right. So for me to be in that situation. It was completely different for me. In my head, I'm thinking, well, we're already putting this kid at a disadvantage. Let's at least have kid gloves with each other and get along. Mm. So when you have stuff happen to you and and it's all of a sudden one one parent's more important than another, no. There's things that her mother can teach her that I can never teach her. There's things that I can teach her as her father that that they never can teach her. And what we have to, and I heard this in a podcast and, and I really resonate with it. It was, he was like, why don't we put on kid gloves, which means more, be more caring, more concerning, more loving when it comes to the other parent? Mm-hmm. Because you already know you're going to be on edge. You already don't feel like you're getting your fair shake. Why not be more caring? I mean, because you definitely I ain't trying to throw no salt in the game, but I'm going to say this because, I mean, it's just me. It was it was definitely some it was definitely some kid gloves and y'all was laying down making it. And sometimes yeah. shit go left. You know what I'm saying? Man, I understand I'm stuff goes left sometimes. I get it. You know, people getting vindictive and all that. Bro, I, I can tell you this, man. And I and I'll and this is just this is real fatherhood as real as it gets. There's a difference, even in a marriage, between someone doing something to you and someone doing something to your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's harder. And I even tell people who are married, who have brand new kids, I say, look, number one, biblically, your spouse comes before your kid. Yep. And people, a lot of people don't understand that. That means if that, like, honest to God, even right now, my wife is not my daughter's biological mother, but if we were in a canoe and my wife fell to the left and my kid fell to the right, I'd have to go get my wife first. So that was hard for me. I spent seven years of my life where it's me and my daughter. Mm-hmm. But at the same time is you have to have unity within a family. And even in a blended family, you have to have unity where we go, look, you and I aren't together, but this kid is number one. And I got to put my pride to the side. I got to put my ego to the side. I got to put my 
I feel like I can't pay my rent because I'm paying you this amount of money to the side and go, what's best for our kid? Because at the end of the day, kids don't ask for a lot. They want to be loved and they want to know that you're invested in them. Bro, when my daughter said, dad, I just wish y'all would talk like regular people. It hurts. It's and, a yeah, Bro, yeah. because you think. So did you call Did you call after that? Did you call the mother of your child after No, that? we just decided to talk. And and, and it, I, I'll give you an example. This is real life, 2019. I was supposed to have my daughter for Christmas. <clears throat> we were getting to that point, and it's easy because what happens is when when you have shared custody, it's already established where the kid's going. Right. But what happens is is when you get that angst about you, then all of a sudden the easiest way to cut off a parent, especially I'm not down the street for my daughter, stop answering the phone. Yeah. That's the easiest way. Oh, I, well, I ain't hear from you. Right, because we all lie, but we all got smartphones. Right. You heard it, you got it. I'm sorry, but what happened is, is I had to put my pride to the side. And as much as I want my daughter for Christmas, her mom and their family they have their traditions and they have all this stuff. She was afraid of losing that. Oh, because she wanted her daughter to be a part right. Of but you got your own traditions too. I got my own tradition too. But what I had to say is, I said, look, as much as it sucks, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? You have it for Christmas from now on. And the smile, the only reconciling in my heart I had was the smile on my daughter's face. And you know what happened after I said that to her mom? Mm. Because it's when I was bringing my daughter back to her mom's house. Her mother began to cry. I didn't think you would go for that. I said, we have to do what's best for our little girl. And you and I got to get along. And right in front of my daughter, I say, sometimes adults don't get along. And me and your mom haven't been the best at it, but we're going to work on it. And And I gave her mom a hug because at the end of the day, regardless of how I feel in the moment, if it wasn't for that woman, I wouldn't have my child. And I had, it's a little bit different, but I had a similar situation in the fact that um, I won't go into details. I won't go into details, but... Um, Might as well go in details. Well, my ex-wife had to move to New Mexico. It was kind of, it was kind of. She said, "I'm either going with the kids, or I can't, or I'm going without them." Um, It was that kind of scenario. Yeah. And my first thought was selfish. Was all right. Here we go. This is how I turn the tables. Yeah. And but then I stopped and thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? They've lived with her so long. Mm-hmm. They've, you know, um, her her husband. Honestly, dude, there is nothing bad. I mean, there's a lot I could say about my ex wife, but her husband. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, okay, that's another podcast. There's a lot, but her husband. There is this dude took on two kids that weren't his, working three jobs. But you know, okay. But but wait, hold on a second. I'm sorry. I'm gonna cut you off this yeah. time. So. She had to go to New Mexico. Okay? She's like, I have to go. It's not an option. And I gave her... I gave her basically a deal where it's like, look. You do something... I do something for you. This is what you want. You're yeah. going to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And if we do this, it's also an incentive for you to come back. Now, wow. that took me... Come back from what? What you mean? So, basically, I told her... I told her that if you're going to New Mexico, I hate to say this, but y'all, please bear with me. I'm not paying child support for kids I'm not seeing. 
for kids, I can't really deal with because you're all the way on the other side of the country. Mm. However, I, t- I put it in the paperwork, the day you move back to North Carolina, please take me back to court for child support. It was an incentive for her to come back. You did okay. that. That was a chess move. I like that. But but by the same token, it was also a, I knew, it wasn't really about the money because honestly at that time I was making decent money. Yeah. It was, it was honestly, I was making decent money. Um, but uh, it was more of a, I want to be able to pay child support. I want to see my kids because I thought about, especially James, who's my middle son, he, he's... At the time, he was extremely attached to my ex-wife. And I'm thinking, man, he's already having problems just coming to visit me. Yeah. What's he going to do when he spends three or four months with me? It's going to, you know what I'm saying? It's going to, he's going to have a bad bond with me almost. Like Mm -hmm. I took him away from his mom. Mm -hmm. So my incentive was, all right, you come, you know, your intent supposedly is to come back. This is, this is your, your, um, incentive to come back. And she did. I'll tell you one thing that you said there that I, I want to point out. And this is important for people to know, especially if you're in a blended family, mm-hmm. is that you have to be a champion of the parent of your child's significant other. Because nine times out of ten, I'm going to tell you, as a man, you never want another man around you. Oh, God. Never. Oh, man. I was That's so mad. Man. Never want another dude around you. I was so mad. But I I tell you what, man. Even with the mother of my child, congratulations to her. She just got engaged, getting ready to get married. And she has a great guy in her life. And one thing that sold me on him was my daughter's happiness because of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's such a great guy. He's so nice. Yeah. And, bro, as much as I didn't want another man around my daughter, the reality of it is a decent one. And the reality of it is I'm never going to be with her mom. Yeah, you no, know what I'm saying. See, no, that's something. Yeah, that and you have to, to think like you that. have to accept that. You have to, and that's a hard thing to accept because you know one of the most difficult things for me, and my hat goes off to my current wife because we we had my ex wife and I put our divorce like way out in the distance because we didn't see any. There was not a financial situation where either of us yeah. could pull the trigger on it. And we were both dating other people and, and you know, we, but it did come to a head where it was like, okay, we, we have to pull the trigger. And even though I had already dealt with it and moved on yeah. and, and fell in love, it brought back all of the, the feelings of like, this is, I had a piece of paper, like the notebook you have in front of you with one line and a date next to it. And I'm going, once this ink touches this paper, it's done. Everything we went through, all of it, in my eyes at that time, meant nothing. I was not, it's never done. Well, but you understand what I'm saying. Bro, marriage, I'm going to tell, tell you the crazy thing about it is, it's like, anybody National Geographic fans in here? Yeah. All right, my favorite animal of the whole world is a lion. Yeah. When a lion takes over another pride of lions, the first thing it does is it goes and kills all the babies. And what it does is it instantly puts those female lions in heat so he can have his own family. And men, a lot of times, we don't want anybody else around our pride. Mm. I don't want you around my little girl. And so when the mother of your child 
meets another man, naturally yep. there's this, oh, how does this dude compare to me? Is he going to treat my kids right? And also, too, is that protective element that you have to protect her, too. Yep. Because I ain't going to lie to you. The mother, of my, the mother of my child has driven me crazy. Put your hands on and see what happens to you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And see, how, how messed up is that? Yeah, right? Matt, yeah. But we said it caught together. It's like, Put your hands on and see what happens to you. But at the same time, it's <laughs> having that respect. Right. But man, I tell you what, there's no more comforting feeling when you put your pride to the side and you go, that's a man that loves my kids as much yep. as I do. Right. As, long as, it's, as, long as, it's, as long as it's as long as it's genuine. And I, I mean, like I like I said about you know my ex wife's husband, he this man, dude, I go to his house. He's always got like a refrigerator or a car or something. He's either stripping it for metal, he's fixing it to sell it, whatever the case may be. And it's like, dude, this guy, as far as work is concerned, he is putting me to shame. So who the hell am I to tell him? You know, I mean, he treats my my kids good and everything. So. Yeah. I have a problem with him. Why? Because he's not me. That's literally what I told myself. Yeah. Is you just have a problem with him because he's not you. That's true. Point blank. Hmm. But the reality of it is, is like no one is gonna be like you know what? I'm gonna take my ex back. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> even if she, even if she called up one day, right? No. <laughs> nope. Hello. What you want? Look. <laughs> you gotta excuse me for all that stuff I put you through. Like I'm dropping the child support. I already done fill the paperwork out. Let's just work it out for the kid. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Click. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, good. That's what's so, that's I'm why, good. To to so do you think when okay so let me ask you this when it comes to like fatherhood and you raising your kids right? You already talked about the whole you know vindictive and all that when it comes to you know, parenting, co-parenting. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to raising daughters and when it comes to raising kids, what role do you think a father plays? Obviously, in the son, it's, it teaches them how to be a man, but when it comes to the daughter, you're obviously the first man she sees. But what things that you can't teach her that you want to teach her? What, what do you mean by that? Like... You know how you said there's certain things you can't teach her, but your, her mom can't. But that's so what. Are, so that's when you. So, so yeah. So what? What are some of those things you could teach her then? I can teach her a lot of things about how a man should treat a woman. Yeah, she's gonna learn that from how I treat her, but also how I treat my wife. Right, right, right. Um, and also too is you have to have that open dialogue between parents. So, for example, like kids now are exposed to so much more than what we were exposed mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. So, like one of the things I always told her mom, I said, "Listen, if she asks you a question, answer it, or call me and I'll answer." It. I'd much rather me try to explain a difficult or a challenging thing to my daughter than some nine-year-old kid on a bus yep. watch something. So it's having that open dialogue because there are certain things that she's going to get from her mother. There's certain things she's going to get from me. And I want her to always feel like I think one of the greatest challenges of of parenting in general is you always want your kid to be able to feel like they can come to you. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I always kind of instill in my daughter is as I always go, you'll never get in trouble for coming to me with something. Is that kind of hard body in that aspect, though? Why? 
Because I don't have a kid, kid like y'all got. Well, but see, it doesn't matter. The fact if they're under your roof to any degree, if you if you don't show a, you won't get in trouble. Come to me to a certain degree, right? <clears throat> like I've I've talked to my oldest. Look, you're in high school, dude. You're gonna start going to parties. You're gonna start doing this. You're gonna start doing that. You won't hear a word out of me if you call me saying. Dad, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I cannot drive. You need to come get me. All right? <clears throat> well, I can't even make that now, face because my kids please drink. But, but see, the thing is, inside, and this is the difficult part. I haven't dealt with it on that level, but I've dealt with it in the fact that my kids have come to me with stuff where I was like, I cannot believe you just did that. I, I wanted to go old school on you know, yeah. a, little, a little slapping around. But the other side of me is like, yeah, go ahead and do that, man, because the next time they get in trouble like this, they sure as hell won't come to you. You know, you, you got to find that balance. You got to find that self-control where it's like, you know what? Okay, this is a bad situation, but they came to me for it. That, I have to a, deal with a, it. That's an underlying trust. And I think that's something as we get older, we lose trust in our parents. Right, because I can handle it. We always I can yep. handle it. Yep. I, I could do. This. I'd much rather my daughter come to me, Dad. I made this mistake, Dad. I decided to do this. And one thing I'm thankful for that my parents did. My parents never told me no. They always told me the consequences. I and that's one thing I try to explain to my daughter. You know, even if she's nine say years that, old. Say that again for the people in the back. Oh, you always want to show your kids the consequences. Explain that. So here's the thing. Give me an example. We all know the people who got told no to everything because they were the ones who got into everything. Mm -hmm. Right? But if you explain to your kid the consequences, you always, because you have a choice in everything you do. You can do the right thing or you can do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. So you always want your child to know that they have a choice, but those choices have consequences. For example, let's say a, a sexual encounter with somebody. Right, a girl could go do that with two guys in high school. She's gonna be labeled loose, or a hoe, or mm-hmm. whatever they like to say. A guy, not so, not so much. Oh, you're the man. Good job, yeah. bro. Keep going. And that's something that could damage your 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 a, a lady's self image, her pride, her how she views herself, because that's how society views it. Mm-hmm. But if you explain to her the consequences. In that moment where she may be teetering about making a decision about something, she goes, "My identity is I'm loved, and and and, yeah. and I don't want to be labeled like that." And she'll go, "You know what? I'm good." And that's what you want your kid to do. You want to set your child up to be a decision maker. And and on they're a, not yeah they're on not going to always scale make to that, that, yeah. on a smaller scale to that. I have boys, so it's completely different. Yeah, but, they're really, yeah. But when when my kids were younger, they're like, "Oh, Dad, I want to do this." I'd be like, all right, but if you do this, you're going to make a mess. It's going to be an absolute catastrophe, right. and you're going to be the one that cleans it. Exactly. I'm not going to stop you from, and you know what? They're like, well, we're going to go ahead and do it. All right, fine. Guess what happens five minutes later? Oh, my God, this is a complete disaster. Guess who's going to clean it? <laughs> you are. Yeah. No, told you, and you know what? It doesn't work with every situation, but... After the first couple times when they learn, like, you know what? This is a bad idea. He's, uh. For the most part, kids just want to know where the line is. Yeah. They want to know, yeah. okay, if I go over here, I'm safe. If I go over here, I'm safe. 
if I go past this line, I'm not safe. Right. Like, that's what people, people, people say they don't like rules and restrictions. Everybody feels good when they're in the yard that they know that they're protected. And that's the thing about parenting is you just have to set your kid up to understand, look, I'm not telling you, because here's the thing, right? I can't tell my daughter not to cuss. Why? Because I cuss. I can't tell my daughter not to drink. Why? Because I drink. I can't tell my daughter, hey, don't have premarital sex because I did those And I can't tell my kid to smoke because I smoke. But also, in the same token, you can tell them. The consequences. Because I did all these things, there were consequences to it. I, I always showed my kid. I always told my kids, I will love you regardless. That will never change. Exactly. However, that does not mean there's not a, a reaction to what you did. You right. know, you get caught on, you know, having weed for the third time. I love you. You definitely going to spend at least a night in jail. Exactly. Because you need it. And it, it sounds weird because you know all of our parents said this. I'm letting you go through this because I love you. Right. You need to deal with this on your own. The hard head, hard head, make a soft ass. My, right. mom, my mom is in the toys for saying that. She no, your mom was one of the best parents I've ever known. She, she, she yeah, like she passed or something. She's still the best. Parent no, she. Ever no, known. no, no, no. I, why? You know what I'm saying. Mama, oh, they're not little anymore. Hey, man, I still go to my mom. I, I, I thank my mom every day, especially after dealing with. Because, you know, unlike y'all, I didn't go through the baby stages. I didn't go through right. any of that. I went straight to teenage years. And honestly, my my position on it was because I had teens in my life. I had your kids. I had Corey. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be, you know. A great situation. I think that's kid, the hardest every phase, kid, bro. Every kid. One, it's different. the hardest every phase. Is different. And two, every my kid comes with their own set of problems. I'll give you my biggest mistake. I'll give you my biggest mistake I ever did when it came to, when it came to my kid. Um, I compared him. Yep. No, that you was can't the biggest that. Wow. I want you to know that that was huge that you admitted that. Yeah. No, no. I yeah, mean, well, yeah. That's I, huge. I compared him. I held him to a standard that he wasn't on. I didn't hold him to his standard. Yeah. Yep. And that's just real because I've been around this kid forever. Like I, I pretty much raised Corey. You know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it was more or less like. Yeah. When I got my kid, I'm like, all right, y'all both the same age. Oh wait, y'all both graduate the same time. You know. Damn I, it! I need. I did that with Isaac yeah. and James. I, you know, Isaac, you, and you know this. But I Isaac, feel like he rebelled on that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I feel like he rebelled on that. What do you mean? Like I just feel like. Cause I, 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 when we got first got Elijah, I really wanted, I really wanted him and Corey to be like me and his mom. Me and Candace was raised for at the same time. Like we were like the more besties. you try to make relationships, I like forced that. that. Or, yeah. Like I forced that. Yeah, that's the problem. I forced him being around my family way before he was soon to be acquainted to it and everything. To him, where him and Corey would just wouldn't click. Corey was like, "Hey, let's make it happen." Cause Corey's that guy. Elijah's like. Don't really know you too much. But the way I was talking to Corey was not the way I was talking to Elijah. But I think, too, you know what I'm saying? I think, too, what, what so, hurts, and I can see the challenge that even, like, as my wife and I have more kids, is to realize that so she is expecting. No, she's not expecting. Currently, she is not expecting. <laughs> Are you but, sure? I'm positive. All right, go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. But to individualize kids. I yeah. think that's yeah. very important that you have to make sure you 
prioritize time to spend with each of them. I think yep. that's the first but time also, I actually admitted that, honestly. It, that's amazing, bro. That's why we have this platform. And, and see, Isaac and James. But it was coming from a love spark, though, bro. Like you, it wasn't. It wasn't no, like I dude, was sitting you, here. You got it. No, look, you know John. What I'm how many times do we love so hard that we suffocate? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We all have, as parents, have pushed our kids so hard in a direction where we almost suffocate them because we're trying to control the outcome. But the reality of it is, is they're going to face challenges. They're going to face things that we're not there to guide them. And we just have to try. Everybody take a moment for a second. Take a breather. You think about how much stuff your parents told you as a kid. Mm -hmm. Don't do this. Don't do that. Watch out for this. When does it all come out? When you're an adult. Yeah, right? absolutely. You literally would be like, you'll be in the middle of the club, like, and you'll hear, <laughs> 15 years ago you heard that. Let and it'll ask, come out word for word. Yeah. Like, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask y'all this. Has your mom ever said to you, I'm your mom. I'll never tell you nothing wrong. Right? Along the same lines. My yeah. dad said, I'll never tell you anything wrong intentionally. Yeah. All right. That right there, that saying, when I was a kid, I was like, ah, whatever. As an adult, goes back to what you just said. She's never been wrong. Bro. But it but it goes, it also goes. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's drill, never been you wrong. You got to drill that into their head. It, it, they have to and see, I hate drilling though. See, that's the thing. But I, I become but that see, parent. But okay. I become that guy. But see, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm definitely that dad. With, I'm definitely hard body. With, with Isaac, okay, you know this. With Isaac, I only had to tell him two or three times. He pretty much catches on. Remember James? Mm. Okay. 100, 150. He still ain't got it. Now with Andrew, Andrew's a little bit different. But with Andrew, okay. It's like, that's, that's, you know what? I've even learned my lesson, but I'm not going to do this anyway. Right. Yeah. So, the wild but, it, but it comes it, it comes with a, like you said, when they're an adult, with the kids that have the experience versus just listening to it, as stupid as this sounds, if they're younger, I'd rather have them hear me say it and their experiences to put together, okay, they told me not to do this. I did it anyways. Bad outcome. Mm-hmm. They're telling me not to, you know, hook up with this girl for a one-nighter because it's going to be a bad outcome. Uh, they, you know, they've been right majority of the time. Maybe I should just leave this alone. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I feel what you're saying. I'm just thinking of my, my parenting skills. Here's the problem, bro. We'll always, we'll always if, one, they're man. all different, but two, we'll always have regrets about something we said or did. Because with oh, parenting, God, yes. we either, excuse me, you either feel like a superhero or you feel like a failure. So, let me ask you, dude, do you feel like a superhero when it comes to your daughter? It depends on what the, okay, yes, I'll give you yes or no. Yes or no. I feel like I am a great dad there is a lot of things I have to work on and I'll give you a prime example this weekend I was teaching my daughter how to ride a bike and my daughter had tears in her eyes and I pushed her and made her keep going yes I was trying to build that resilience that push through Mm -hmm. but at the same time there's a certain point where you don't need to break your kid anymore so like there's a line everybody you have to know that line and as a parent you're teetering because they're kids man they don't have the Mental capacity that we do. They don't know that. Shit me. 
No, they. Bro, I don't care if they're 18, 19 years old. Here's no, the thing. Jesus they do their mentality. No, there are certain. Okay, they think they. There are certain gifts and talents that a person has. Mm. But when it comes to mental capacity, even brain development to a scientific, yep. there's a certain age where you where you reach that mental capacity. And if they are a kid, and even a lot of times, even for men, we don't reach that full capacity to close to 26 years old. Yep. So when you push somebody to a limit, you can break them. And a lot of times, it, we... We want so much better for our kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'd rather drown you so you don't drown yourself. That's a really that's a really good way to put it. Because like with Andrew, okay? With Isaac. Wow, that was all. Can we have a moment size after that one though? Like with Isaac. Isaac's the one crazy. I can push. I can push him really hard. I can tell him, yeah. dude, this is what you got to do. This is how you do it. Like. You can't Executions. push like that. No, even Andrew. You know, Andrew. You definitely can't push Andrew like responds better with the the. You can be like somewhat like okay, you cross the line. You know what I'm saying? But after you have that approach, you got to back it up with the soft side because everything else mm-hmm. he's just shutting down because it's too much for him. Yeah, you can't do you that know, with James either. You, James is you can't. Do no, that James has changed a lot in the last year or so. You can be a little bit more aggressive with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Y'all want to know the like, hardest thing, though, is the reconciliation part. Like, yeah. I pushed my daughter so hard. She wouldn't That's, talk to yeah. me for an hour uh, afterwards. And I had to put her in my lap. And finally, like, one of my one of the gifts I have as a parent is I can always make my kid laugh. So, we'll sit there. And i never forget. It just happened this past weekend. We were sitting there. Okay, ladies, he's married. Was, Both of these are married men. And she was, and she was mad at me because I pushed her so hard yep. to learn how to ride this bike. And I said, "They'll almost, they'll almost come up like for your daughter, for example. Yeah. They'll almost go. You know what? Just out of spite, because you hit that because nerve, you hit. Never do it again. Never. And, never do it and, again. And, and, and it can work the opposite way too. Oh, you don't want me to date till I'm twenty? Okay, that's fine. I'm sixteen. I'm gonna go out and do it behind your back. Yeah. You, you got to find that the, that the medium niche, ground. The line. And yeah. it's funny because I, I, I was sitting there with her, and I'm always one of those people, you're allowed to feel however you want to feel. Yep. And I said, I said, you pissed off? She said, yeah. I said, you know what? Sometimes when daddy gets mad, he just likes being mad because I feel like I'm in charge. And she goes like this. She goes, yep. And I said, you could just be as mad as you want. But I said, at some point in time, I said, you got to realize that your daddy pushed you because he loves you. Mm. And I said, I don't have all the answers, but you just realize I love you. And I said, I'm proud of you. And today's not going to change anything. And by acknowledging, especially by acknowledging their feelings, they somewhat go, okay, he, he understands. You know, yeah. he, to, see, to them, to them, they're I'm on a bad level father, up here. father, man. I'm to bad th- out here. I'm terrible to them, to them, they're on a level up here that you can't understand. I'm a terrible but father. even if you acknowledge it, by acknowledging it, you, you knock it down a little bit. But I'm going to tell you something funny, man, because my dad, I grew up with my biological dad. My dad is... He hard body, right? He is, but he grew up in a different yeah. time. But he hard body then. He, you're right. I love my dad to death. You was raised hard body. I remember you in elementary. But here's the thing. I'll tell you this, John, and this is true statement. Honest to God, my hierarchy of people is Jesus, my wife, my daughter, my father. That's high. 
my father has said and done things to me that I would never do to my and daughter. see and see that uh, goes more that goes that goes more to my point of what I was talking yeah, yeah, about. Okay. You push he pushed too far. Yeah. You know, and you you resent them for that. That's a per that's a permanent resentment unless they choose to move past. I wonder if my kid resents me. Oh yeah, it's something you've done. You know, always resent something about. Here's the thing: my mom, my dad. There's stuff I resent. There's about. no book. There's no, no book when it comes to parenting. There is, that but goes, it's crap. That goes to all right. If they do this and do this, yeah. because it's based off your kid's personality. I really? Want, yeah, I mean, because my kid's personality is uh, it's more like my other halves. But you have to be a student of your child. You have to, and, and I think, and I honestly think that's why I, I felt that honestly because I didn't get to know him. You have to I acknowledge think, him think, and understand I think, him. I think I was so pretty much like, yo, you got a kid, man, yo, come get with your family. You got a whole family over here. Like my family's big. Matt's family's not that big. You know what I'm saying? My family's huge. But you gotta think about it from a, even like a personality standpoint, right? Some people are energized by people. Some people are drained by people. Yep. So when you put somebody in a in a yeah, in, a, in think, that space, like for example, with me, first got him. I I don't get nervous around people, and I can talk in front of ten million people. Mm-hmm. But if you put me in a room full of people and I gotta interact with all these people, mm-hmm. bro, it's like a fuel yeah. gauge going towards eating. Yep. And what I do is I eventually say, "All right, y'all, it's been real," and I remove myself. Yep. And bro, after you're continuously But here's the thing, but after you continuously push somebody forward to that and push somebody forward to that, yeah, there's eventually where they plant their feet and they go, No more. Yeah. And and see yeah, Isaac exactly Isaac okay. Isaac uh, Andrew and Isaac, they're very like if if Jono had a party today, especially Andrew, he's gonna go up to every single person, have a conversation, he's try like, to make yeah. them laugh. He's definitely like me. James James is more like at your church, the guy that does the lighting, the cameras, yeah. he wants to be a part of it, but he wants to be a part of it on his terms. Yeah. Anything more than that is just like, okay, this is, it's too much. You know, so every single kid is different. And I, I learned that the hard way. When, I, when we had my second kid, it was like everything I did with Isaac that worked did not work with him. Yeah. You know, and I had to learn like, okay, I just got to go back to square one. Everybody I says each vape. parent is different. I miss my vape. Yeah, you got you got to learn that that is it's an individual thing, and most important is just watch the camera. You gotta love your kid for your kid. You gotta love love them for who they are. Put it back. So you know, get Brian in the cut. (laughs) That's that's the hardest thing, is man. You got you gotta you gotta be a student of other people. Of your kids. Well, I just got definitely took my hat to you guys because honestly, I cheated. Everybody knows I cheated. Like, I adopted. And even when it came to the adoption process, I'm going to be honest with you. Let's, let's, have, let's have it. Let's go. Um, when, I came in, when I came into the adoption process, I was thinking we're going to get a little kid. Like, you know? Yeah. Somebody that was like five, six. Maybe three, four, five. Like mm. that didn't happen for me, and so we got a whole teenager. He was fifteen when we got him. Right. And my thing is, at that stage of the game, I'm thinking, yeah, we can't baby you at this point. We definitely gotta 
a bond definitely needs to be secured. Yeah. Okay, this is I'm giving you a checklist, but I'm gonna tell you the checklist I fucked up on. So a bond this this definitely eh, a bond needs to be secured. Okay. We need to prepare him for life because mm-hmm. he's about to step out of high school very, very soon. We need to make sure he be able to um take care of himself. Uh-huh. Pretty much goes what I just said before. And just be independent all across the board. And that was my goal. Now my goal was maybe a little harsher than most. Only because I saw potential. And it was more or less like I know what you're capable of. And I might have been a little hard. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you this though. I don't think your goal was wrong. I think maybe your approach. My delivery was definitely fucked up. Your delivery. My delivery is fucked up on a lot of shit. Because when you think about. Please, hold on. I'll fix it. But, uh, yeah, okay, delivery was definitely wrong. But when you think about. When you think about. What you have in store for your kid. And this is one thing I've learned. Is that. I have to look at my daughter as an individual, uh-huh. but I also have to look at her as an investment. Right. So what am I trying to pour in? And I've even learned this, especially from marriage, is you have to have the tough conversations when nothing's going on. Yeah. And I think that's why I feel that. I you, think, you, honestly, honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, I mean, I'm a brother. So I, I just keep it buck with y'all. I hate to cut you off, Bree. I know you was going somewhere with that, but come back. I want you to come back. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Thought. Hold on to that. Like because I'm just I'm in I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. So I just I just want to say, um, I think that's where I felt at when it came to him. I don't because I don't, I, I, I would be I would caution you mm, to say fail. And no, I, and this definitely is why. fail. It was definitely there. Definitely fail. It's a learning no, no, opportunity. No, 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 no. It's, it's, a, it's a learning fail. opportunity. But there. But here's yeah. the thing: is even with a bad approach, there are seeds planted. Dude, that bear fruit. Dude, my thing is this. Yeah, seeds are playing to bear fruit, but my thing is I'm not a monetary type of, like a parent. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil you and give you everything you need. And you don't from, need I'm to a, all the listen, time. Listen, I'm from an era where you work for what you want to get. And, and there's nothing wrong and if with you that. Show, look, and if you show me that you out here busting your ass, mm-hmm. that you have that drive to get what you need to get, then I'm more prone to helping you. So now, if you sitting on your ass and you ain't doing shit, but there and I, a, you know, you got that drive. That's called. But that here's thing. where I have to stop you. I'm no sorry. matter what your kid, I'm does, always gonna have their back when they back against yeah, the wall. Not even yes, not even have their back because there's a certain point where if you decide to live a certain life and do certain things, and you deserve every consequence that's yep. coming to you. Okay, but yeah, that's not where. That's not where, where yeah, I agree. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is there has to be a, you know what, regardless, I love you. Or that never it's changes. It's just, my, my thing is this, I'm just not going to support bad habits, man. I know my thing is, I wasn't the best teenager, period. You can ask my mom right now, look fake. You can ask her all day. He always had a job, though. 
But everybody's and, not and built was, like that, Jono. Everybody's not. That's a lie. Look, bro. Everybody's, that's a lie. Everybody's always built like we that. We live in a different society. We live in an instant gratification world. Okay. Everybody thinks that, oh, let me so, let me take a couple pictures to be on Instagram and I'm famous and then people are going to sponsor me. That's literally people's mindsets, bro. You, you have to. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You have Tell to. my hat to that. On another podcast, though. You have to adapt Sean, to hold the parent. On. Hold on. This, this, this has to happen. On another podcast, though. That's not the way. That's not the way of the world. It's right now. Yes. So, yes. So yes. It is right you, now. So let me ask you this. Yes. Right question. now. That is the world. Does the way of the world change? Yes. Well, I'm done. Does the way of the world My bad. I'm done. My bad, brother. That is the way of the world. Yes. Right now. But the underlining cloth is. You go out there, you bust your ass, you make things work. Period. No, it, it's but it's. In order for you to have something in life, you gotta work it's, for it. It's no. Hold on, Sean. Just for you taking pictures and shit. That's not life, right? And I couldn't agree more. A lot of motherfuckers is lucky, and that shit pop for them. But from the from the era <coughs> I'm from right now, the era I'm the cloth I'm cut from. But here's the what I'm saying is this. I 100% agree with you. Do you? But in the same token. Yes, but in the same token. No, hear me out. No, no, no. no, I I wasn't even done. I don't. Oh. You got more. No, I can't. I have more to say. Go ahead, bro. No, you got it. I wasn't done. I got what you're saying. But there's. And I'll say this. And I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, really, yeah. It's always love, man. I'm sorry if I cut you off. I always say this. I'm going to take this sip, dude. Energy, enthusiasm, work ethic is not transferable. Just like passion is not transferable. And some people just don't have it in them. Some people just don't. Every dog ain't going to fight. This is the reality of it. Okay. But, but I'll give you that. I'll give but you at that. the same time, is we can plant the seeds to equip. And that's what I've been and, doing. And, and you know what? And then after a certain, and after a certain point. Take your hands off the Because there's a thing called If you tell right? them the stove is hot and they touch it anyways, at that point, you're not a bad parent. It's on them. Because there's a thing called armor, right? Well, and, uh, yeah. And, and see, right. one, of, one of the things that I wanted to mention is I'm this. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to go I, well. Same. Like, like Jalen. Go ahead. Basically, Jalen's the kid that I pretty much adopted, all right? Shut up, Jalen. There is no way this kid is somehow not going to play college. Basketball, football, whatever he wants to play. He's good at every sport. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. He's dope. However, I've told him. Jalen, how many, you know, college basketball stars do you know that could have walked on to the NBA, no problem, but hurt themselves in their junior or senior year? Mm. And there's no recovery. And they have nothing to fall back on. There was actually an example of that in our high school that we had. Okay. Who, uh, Richardson? Yeah, Richardson. Okay. Yeah. Richardson, um, I, I really don't know how smart he was, but I can tell you this. He you did not apply school? himself in school. Oh, no. He got free pass. All he did. Cup, all he, failed, he, he failed. He failed out. Okay. Appealed to the court because he, they didn't challenge him enough. He won. Went to college. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how well he did in college. He went to Florida State. But he, but he hurt himself. Okay, I don't know what he's doing now, but I hope he had a fallback plan because it it didn't work out for him one way or the other. You know, you have to show your kids like, look, like the Instagram thing. Look, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. That's your side hustle. No. Until it becomes too too big to maintain and control. Once it becomes that big and you want to jump on ship, I'm I'm all for my kids taking chances. 
but you have to take chances. There's a difference between taking a chance and a gamble. A gamble is the luck of the dice. We gotta teach our kids ownership, man. Like I'm not gonna like like I'm not gonna lie to like my daughter loves Mm -hmm. YouTube, and I told her I said, look, I said you can get a YouTube page when you can write and produce and edit your own videos and take criticism because that's the biggest thing. She's ready for that, and I told her that I said, what you gonna do when somebody gets in the comment section? She goes, people can think whatever they want. You got you got a thousand people that love you. There's two thousand that hate you. That's dope, though. That's bottom line. That's dope. Yeah, but that's the social media age. People people say something because. They know people respond to them. Why would I ever take criticism from someone who doesn't know me intimately? And someone who doesn't but want to But not see everybody me. views it that way. That goes back to each That's individual crazy, kid. Man. There's a lot of people that reach out on social media because they don't... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a, there's a, I'm with the clapbacks. I'm with them. There's, but there's a lot of kids out there. This is a real thing. There's a lot of kids out there that don't feel love in the household. So what are they doing? Well, I don't feel love here. I'm going to reach out to the world. And what happens? They get bashed, yeah. They get bashed. And now they even feel worse about themselves. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? but also, too, part of fatherhood is equipping your kid. Like, you have to... You just don't say You have to align your especially identity. As a, especially right. as a dad. When it comes to fatherhood, you definitely gotta... You, you gotta get, tell you them gotta, how to take it on the chin. They gotta take it on the chin. Yeah. I think that's what... That's the role that fatherhoods play. Yes. We're, we're definitely... Yeah. The your mom right. says... Well, they... they Depends on the mom, mom though. The mom could be hard body too. Who are they? Shot in London. Yep, the first time I met her, she showed me that. Hard body. My mom. Your mom hard body. I remember your mom. She hard body too. I, I, <laughs> I remember your mama. I, she didn't know your dad. Yo. Hey, you scared of my mom. <laughs> I have exceptional parents, man. I'll tell you that. And if I was a quarter of the father that my dad is, then my daughter would be more than okay. That's what I'm saying, and I think you, I think you're on the right track. I think both of you guys are on the right track. But I, but I, I work towards me. my fatherhood. Like I, I, I read, I read leadership Maybe the next books. Kid, man. I, I mean, and I, and I, mean, I, I, I just record. always trying to be very self aware of what I'm saying and what I'm doing, and never allow my emotions to overrun the reality of a situation. I just want to go on my record. I just want to go on record. I didn't cut you off, but that was beautiful what you just said. And everything what both of you guys just said, I just want to go ahead and say that for sure. I just want to go on record and say, I'm putting some record now. We had, I ain't gonna put the time out there because I can't see it. But I just want to go on record and say, like, you know, when it came to me entering fatherhood, I had the best intentions ever. Now, delivery could have been whack. The way I put certain situations could have been whack, but it was always from a loving place. Always, it wasn't from a vindictive place. That's how you learn. And bro, that's where your peace needs to be, because you gotta learn how to forgive yourself for your Mm -hmm. past mistakes. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I just think because I I mean, I hold on to a lot. That's another situation. Let me ask you this: what you carry always hinders where you're going. What you carry always hinders where you're going. That's a good way to say and it. And yeah. it doesn't excuse that stuff. Yeah. Because life don't need excuses, but you got to allow stuff to fall to the wayside and realize that that's a stepping stone in the wisdom. Just like the kids are learning as you're parenting, you're learning as a parent. Bro, there's no book. 
Like I no. like I sometimes I, people are like, oh man, you're such a good dad. I was like, man, if you know how many times I wanted to sign the parental rights away because I know. Oh I'm my god, I'm not wrong. the only one that thought that. Oh my god, bro. It, yeah, like that's a part of parent. That's a part of parenting well, that people on, don't know. On a parent certificate, I'm, I'm listed as the mama though. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that's another podcast. But what I'm saying to you, that's terrible, bro. What I'm saying, what the fuck? Jonathan on the mother shit. But what I'm telling you is this: is that you, if you did the very best you could, which that means is in that space in that time you did to the best of your capabilities best you gave and you gave advice and guidance from your heart that's all that matters that's all that matters because because here's the thing very few times in life would there not be a time where you can revisit things because i know i didn't have i mean i had a dad growing up right like married to what age 13 was it 13 bro your, your fatherhood story is crazy yeah your dad's story is crazy yeah crazy right you know it yeah, you talk so, about that. I mean, so, you know it too. Both of y'all know it. So, my thing is, I had a dad up maybe up to age 12, 13. So, after that, it was me and moms. So, it was just more or less like, I can identify more or less with the ladies I had struggling. Whereas a yeah. dad trying to be there for the kid. Now, my dad, I'm not going to say he wasn't trying to be there for me. He was just in a position where he couldn't. And it, even when he came out, it was more or less like, now you got to restart again. So yeah. my biggest thing with that is this. You know what I'm I saying? I appreciate all the moms. Not moms, dads. Forget it. I appreciate all the single parents doing the best they can. Yeah. Just realize this. Both parents are equally as important. Even and, if it, and, even and, if and honestly, I'm going to tilt my hat to my dad because even when, after his situation, you know what I'm saying? He did the best he could, but I was at the age to where rebellious, and it was just another podcast. But, like you right, tell but also, see, it's also your circumstances. You gotta, you gotta understand. If your parents worked it out, right, and they found a way to come together, oh, they still talk to this day. And but no, you understand what if they, if they're under one household, you see my face, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm but glad see, this camera's off right now. That's that's my because my face is ugly. That's. But see, that's For my point. Sure. If they if they worked it out and became decent parents to you under the same household, it would be different. You would you would be a different person. You would be. There's not probably be, you I would be. be where I'm at right now. But but see, by the same token, I don't know if that's a bad or good thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. By the same token, by you learning the mistakes the hard way, would it make you a better or worse person? But I'm an awesome guy. But you would be different. You are awesome. Yeah. That's why we hang out with you. I mean, I, I, I don't know. If I had both my parents' house, like, like BD, but see, man, there's, there's even challenges with that. I feel but like that's situation. I feel like this. I'm saying, like, when it comes to that, parenting, you know, you have to, as a parent, both parents have to decide to put that kid first. Absolutely. Unless you're in a marriage, if you are not in a marriage yeah. and you have a kid, that kid comes first. Your pride, everything else, put it to the but side. You say that, but why do you think that's do such this? a big struggle to where people? Because I mean, they're different already points of views. That, man, I they're, swear. They're, their point of views of putting the child first are different. Because like, here's the my thing. Ex-wife, mm-hmm. My ex-wife's opinion of what's best for our oldest two is completely different than mine. Right. And, and, her, and, her, her thing is shield them from the world. Okay? Which, in my opinion, just my opinion, is wrong. No. you Yes, they go to church and whatever, but you need to show these, you know, these sly, slick guys that try to pull a fast one on you. You need to understand and read that but also too 
it's perfectly fine for her to have whatever opinion she wants. It right. is never her place to discredit his. Right. Say again for the people in the back. I think they forgot. What you say? You cannot discredit that other parent's opinion. Parents' opinion, and it's okay. A kid is smart enough to take two opinions and form their own. Yep. That's what they have to do yep. anyway. So if one parent is so gung ho about something, to where they yo deaf in your ears whenever your father talks or deaf in your ears whenever your mother, that's wrong. Right. Because guess what? They're gonna have to learn the hard it way. It took two of y'all to make yep. them. It's gonna take two of y'all to progress them. Yep. So let me ask you this question. This is a fun question. All right. Okay. So when it comes to Father's Day, right? Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> I think I have a completely different opinion about Father's Day and all right. holidays. So when Father's Day, how you think Father's Day should be celebrated, man? Because for one, let me keep it the butt now. We don't get them deals like the mothers do now. The mothers, no. no, no, hold on, hold on. No, fuck with me, B. Fuck with me. We don't get the damn the fifty percent off, and we we might get a card, maybe I, a tool I would rather set. It be I, this is all I would honestly, because I'm you know married and have a kid in the house. You want me to have a good Father's Day? I appreciate that. Let me in front of the TV. Don't let me get up off the couch. Other than that, I don't care. I'd rather not that be celebrated. That sucks, though. You can say it sucks. To me, it's a freaking dream. Leave me the hell alone, and I'm good. <laughs> what about you? What about you, B? Uh, for me, personally, because I've had Father's Day ruined for me, anytime I get to get my child, is Father's Day, Christmas, birthday, whatever. Yeah. I don't... I, I personally, I'm not a holiday person. I think that you he have really to not. do... He's not a birthday person. I'm not, I, I'm not any of those. Neither one of y'all are. I y'all feel like suck. you have to do what, we kidnapped him for his whatever birthday. makes that individual person feel special. We don't have to kidnap Brian next but, time. But I also feel like if you have to use this specific day to show value to me, I don't want it. <clears throat> I, I don't want to be your dad on I, one day. Yeah, I, father's I, day? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. That's the crazy part. I, I, I don't even know either. I, I understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. You know, we Ouch. should celebrate. Like, you should Ouch, not celebrate your daughter any day of the year. Okay, so I get where you're coming from with that. But, um, it's it's just really an extra appreciation. It, it's something... And this is... God, if my wife was in here, she'd choke me because I tell her all the she time. She ain't in the room. Go ahead. I, I tell her all the time. I... I hate holidays. I don't want to celebrate them. So I, I think I hate I'm holidays. I'm the same way, but you hate I holidays. get the concept. But when you have holidays ruined for you, like that's one thing that happens to people who who don't have kids in the same house. <laughs> they get holidays ruined. So for me personally... Christmas like, is permanently like, ruined for what, me. Like, I understand. Honest, honest to God, bro, I if I could get on a plane... The day after Thanksgiving and come back in February every year, oh, I would. God, yeah. I despise holidays because they've been ruined countless times man, over yeah, and over I'm and over and over. Rachel, over. Man. But also, this. give me Rachel number. No, 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 no. My wife does a great job of making holidays special. But what I'll tell you, this is give me is when number. when give me your mother, I mean your mother, your, your mother of your child. And this number. is the thing, bro. When you have certain things of no importance to pry yeah. from you. Yeah. What happens is, is you will never see me more happier, more encouraged, more involved, more enthusiastic than the time I have with my daughter. Why? Because to me, even though it's supposed to be every other weekend, I know next every other weekend may not come. I gotta ask you a question, but it's gonna be off the podcast though. Go ahead, Bro, ask it on it. All right, all right, so ask it on it. I ain't met PB yet, yo. What happened? 
Bro, let me tell you, let me give you the PB story, okay? I ain't, I ain't at PB yet. I, I'll keep it, as you say, I'll keep it above. My daughter lives two and a half hours away from me. And Is there's it really people, two? Because I take four to get there. No, it's two and a half hours. It takes he four hours to get there. Yeah, I don't dude, know why it takes Dude, he was supposed to, to listen, he was supposed to go back to Raleigh from, from Clayton and ended up in Wilmington. That's Jesus. Boy. Okay. Good times. <laughs> Yeah, good times. But by I tell, that you mean I I turned my phone on and got four voicemails. Yeah, but I, but, I, but I tell you this: it's another black. There's there's people in my family who have not met my daughter, oh, and okay. I think so one I'm, of the I'm feeling so bad. I think one of the hardest things really. for people to understand is that the parent that doesn't get to see their kid, the parent that two and a half hours, which doesn't seem like a large amount of time, mm-hmm. but honest to God, every other weekend for two and a half hours. I've done the math. It's close to six days a year that I spend in a car, and that's just traveling back and forth to get my daughter. And that's no traffic, no nothing. Can the I time alone? Can I give a praise to my wife because this woman went to pick up and drop off kids that weren't even hers from Charlotte to Raleigh. Well, my wife does that now. Yeah. So I mean, that's like shout out to Rachel, man. Shout yeah, out to Chris, man. Yeah, that's yeah. no. I mean, shout out to Rachel and Chris. That's a, but but I think the thing that people have to understand is like, my daughter is not in the same house as me. Mm-hmm. You you know I have a daughter because I'm not ashamed of her. I love her. I'm there for her. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, it's not easy. No, like, never, not. like I never forget, bro. I went off on my aunt one time. She was like, when my daughter's first born. She was like, uh, where's your Christmas card with your daughter? Um, you know you're a, you're a parent now. You send out Christmas cards. I remember telling her, I said, if you money ain't on the table, you need to stop talking. Yeah, because people always have this standard for everybody else's life. Right. It's not like that, bro. When you think about it, if you saw your kid, I'm gonna mathematically break this down to you. You know how many times I see my daughter? It's six days a month. Do you think I care what anybody else thinks? Nope. No, no. Do you but think I care? I just would like to meet him one day. Be anyway. Come on, house. But but also too, I just want, and, and, we have it. Just let me know. I'll come and, over and there. This is one of the things that I'm having to draw myself out of. Just play Barbies. I don't. Sometimes she, right, she's right. in the Lego. She's in the Frozen too. So oh, she's, she's a very. Oh, too. She's, she's got to meet my niece. She, she just got a, a acoustic guitar. So she's a very eclectic kid. All right, say this. But one of the things that I'm oh, having to work myself out of. I my other nephews. One of the things that I'm having to work myself hey, out of is that. Because my time with my daughter is so limited, what happens is, is when she's with me, I cut the world out. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. And Brian's a toys for that shit. Like he, like legit, you can, he could be like, "Yo, bro, I got a million dollars. Cool, John. I'll talk to you Sunday after." Like he'll, I'll hit him up about some shit, and I won't hear from him until after weekend's over. No, like, you'll hit me Tuesday. Yeah, and it's I, like, I used to, I used to be like yeah. that when I lived in Charlotte. You know, when especially before Andrew was born, I mean, it was. John was calling me. I I almost always answer when he calls. I'm like, mm, not right now. Yeah, oh, I mean, you know? sometimes yeah. it be like that. I mean, I, I ain't on, you don't own the bridge. Family you know. family does come first, but it it's, it's, it's got to different. It's like, got to be, find a balance because right, also too, I want my daughter to know her whole family. Mm-hmm. Right, but it's hard for me, bro. When well, we're sitting it, there it watching back, TV, it goes back to teaching them too because you got to teach you them. You probably wake up at to be social. You don't just to, just to have that time while like no. What happens with us is like, my wife is a planner. And it's weird because when you don't be around your kid like that, when you're around your kid, you're just around your kid. So we'll be sitting there watching TV. And for me, it's just a a physical closeness. Hey, baby, what are we doing today? Nothing. 
Don't ask. Well, don't you want to do something? I mean, she's here. Don't you want to go blah, blah, blah? Nope. Because to me, this is what I've been craving. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you just chilling, yeah. But it becomes selfish. Exactly. It becomes it becomes a selfishness. Because low-key, she really want to get out here and do something epic. Man. Right, because, you know... But you got the right wife for that. Cause she, especially she when the, they're... You got the right wife for that. No, she going, she a plan. No, no offense, but your daughter's so young, especially... Like, when they get more towards the teenage years, and you know this, they're kind of more secluded, and they don't want to include you in things. But when they're your daughter's age, she's kind of mm. teetering. She's going to start She's gonna start going the other way, but she wants to include you in things. She wants Man, to do I things. Man, I just want to go on the record. If I ever had a daughter, it'd be over for me. Oh, God. You already know. Like, if I ever had a daughter, it'd be over for me. But the thing is about a daughter is that you have to be honest. You, you have to be, be honest, honest. Oh, but also too is empower her to make her own decisions. Bro, mm-hmm. That's where we go daughter, wrong. I don't want to be the strict dad. If you got a boyfriend, cool. Does he meet your standard? Does he meet your standard? Because at the same time, everybody knows, and I'll tell you this yeah, as a man who has enjoyed his life. I always had the most ratchet fun with girls with strict parents. Yeah, because it's clean. because when she could get out of the house, she yeah. broke loose. Oh, see, it's 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 so opposite for me. Like, Never mind. I, mean, I got I got well, you know, Ari. I, I consider my daughter that's, that's baby girl. Like she get away with murder with me, not necessarily with Matt. She don't get away with murder. You with gotta him, give her. You with gotta me. Give she get away with murder with me. I'm like, yeah, that's baby no, girl. No. She get whatever she need. But that's why I'll be I'll be putty. If I had a bit like like KK age, if I had a girl that was KK age, I'd be putty. But the thing is, is you she gotta you gotta give that to your little girl love and affection. Oh, but I see, would do that. It's it's my job. Job. See, you know what though? You know what though? That can bite you in the ass though. And, and that's what I, that that's. I know what, it would. Yeah, because oh, I get whatever I want from so and so. They take that. And apply it to their yeah, their relationships. Yeah, kids. Are, yeah, but bro, kids are do you know the the advantage we have of fatherhood? Our voice. Yeah, yeah. As yeah, a base. man, your voice is deeper. You're physically bigger than her. You when start, you raise your yeah, voice, yeah, your yeah, you little girl crumble. So you know, for me, for yeah, but here's the speaking. You speaking turn. Uh, so stern, let me tell you this. Stern, that, stern, this stern. is this is my parenting philosophy. This is a podcast. I'll tell you because a lot of parents need to know this. Lean in. Put your ear up to the microphone. You raise your voice in encouragement. You lower your voice in discipline. Yep. So when I disciplined my daughter, I always got down on her level and I always talked where it was me and her. I never publicly embarrassed my daughter. No, and I'm, when I'm disciplining my kid, yep. she's the only person that knows that I'm doing it. You know why? Because when a coach loves you, they're not going to scream at you in front of a crowd. They're going to pull you to the side and say, listen, you know you know better. I understand you could be tired. You could be frustrated. You may not like this, but honey, this is what we got to do right now. And when yep. she does a good job, good job, baby girl. Yep. Uh-huh. Keep going. Do you know why? Because I always want her to know I'm your biggest Cheerleader, but when, when it comes to discipline, it's me and you. No, Man. but see, but see, you know what? That that even works with boys. Like to get their attention, because obviously my whole family is loud. John knows this. My whole family is loud. Yeah, I'm Italian. I can get Shout much louder. Swings, baby. I I can get much louder than they are. Yeah, but it's just to grab their attention. He's a talker. It's just to grab their attention. Yeah, Once I got their attention, it's hey, 
Come on now. Yeah. You know, when I get, like you said, that eye to eye level eye to eye. and that calm. Yeah, I've seen you do that. I've seen and, you them. And, and look, it's not. I ain't going to from you. I'm they not know, it's, take they know it's minor. If I keep my my voice up there or whatever, they're like, okay, I screwed up. But Shy really doesn't raise his voice like that. Like, But also, too, is you have to keep in mind, kids have so much better hearing than adults. Mm. So literally, like, for example, my daughter has an iPad. I bought her an iPad. I said, listen, you got one rule for this iPad. She goes, what, daddy? I said, if I call you, you respond the first time. If I have to call your name twice, you will never see that iPad again. That's to train your kid to be God, present Andrew and needs to, to listen. Live with him. Andrew, my and, youngest uh, needs to live with you for, what, you, two weeks? What, you two weeks. have to have that as a free spirit, man. Look at his mom in the corner. You like, have to have that rule for your kid because yeah, what happens is, is we live in a world of distraction. So when I call my daughter, Emery, that's as loud as I talk. She don't listen to first. Did you hear what I said? Go put your shoes on. Let's get ready to go. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm going to give you that choice. Because yep. why? If you don't listen to what I got to say, then that second conference, come on. Hey, come over here. Just like, when she gets upset, just like when she gets upset, hey, let's go take a walk. No, 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 Dad. Uh, no, uh-uh. You're having a rough time. Let's go take a walk. Let's go figure it out. What's going on? How come you, you're just deciding not to listen to that? Yep. Because, bro, Kids have to know that one, nobody wants to be embarrassed, bro. No, no, nobody no. like people. I, it kills me sometimes when I'm in the store. <laughs> you bring your little bat. Why are you screaming yeah. at that kid like that? At a situation, and don't be mad if they scream back at you because that's what you gave. No, because I'm a level mind. My thing is <laughs> like, damn it, I can't no kids. But my thing is, I level. I mean, not leveled, but um, there was uh, I had a friend. In Daughtry one time, and um, her son fell out on the floor, and they didn't realize I was there, but I noticed him, and the mom was, like, trying to get him off the floor, like, come on, get up off the floor, and he just fell out on the floor, I was like, you better get up off that floor and listen to your mama, and he got up off that floor, he was like, oh, shit, I was like, yeah, you recognize who I was, well, but that, he already knew who I was, another podcast, I just had to put that yeah, out but there. see, that's not what he's, what he's talking about, I just had to put that is, out there, is public humiliation, that was you definitely public communication. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. You did what no, that no, kid no, 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 responded no. to. Yeah. There are certain points there's, in there's time a, yeah. where there's a behavior where it's like, no, and, and we see, don't it goes, do it goes back to what we already covered in the fact that it's a rebellious thing. Yeah. The more you do it in public like that, like if you only did that once, mm-hmm. it, it, let's say it was your child, you mm-hmm. only did it once, mm-hmm. they would go, oh shit. Uh, oh, no, I'm not doing nothing. Hands are up. You but want him on the cart? You want him on the shelf? Whatever the case is. Uh, but if you did it every day, oh, that's just dad being dad. Whatever. But the key thing is, you don't want your kid to act up and cut up. The next time they fall out, don't let them hit the floor. Let me get the don't let them hit the floor. Give them to me. All right. So. Oh, I thought I thought it didn't matter. Sorry, I put my face down. Wow. I'm going to do something really cheesy right now. Okay. I'm going to switch the whole name because I feel like fatherhood was really... Got into it, man. In a good way. Y'all yeah, definitely was definitely passionate about it. And, yeah. And honestly, y'all are definitely good dads just for y'all how passionate you guys are. And I'm actually a witness for both of you guys for doing... Passion like, doesn't mean success, though. A lot of people need to understand Honestly, your, your kids are successful, though. No, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying, like... 
It's superhero and failure. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's what I was going to. Just because we're passionate about it doesn't definitely superheroes that I'm sitting in front of right now. (laughs) I'm definitely Thanos. Another podcast, but anyway. God, I don't want to say the bad things I've done as a parent right now because he's making me feel so much better. Yeah, (laughs) enjoy that. Enjoy that because I know the shit that you did. Uh, Yeah, but all right. So with that being said, I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna do something really corny. Well, not really corny. It's really... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of... Spontaneous. So I got these things called pod decks, right? Decks, not not dicks. Decks, right? Shout out to I just want to make decks. sure... Yeah, I just want to try to get that right. Shout out to pod decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not okay. dicks. Pod <laughs> decks. decks. With an E. Decks. With an E. So we had these... Three cards. Sean pick one. B pick one. I pick one. We're gonna. I'm gonna shuffle these and round table the questions. We're gonna round table these questions. So it's gonna be a regular but not regular situation. I like it. Like a segment. Like so it. the first card I'm pulling right now. Why I quit? Why I blank. quit? Why I quit? Why I quit? Blank. Oh, quit what? No, that's yeah. the point. Anything. That's what I'm saying. Anything. That's that's the question. Am I going first? Yeah, I'm looking at you because I don't know whether <laughs> oh, I got nothing. Man. You got nothing. I I've seen oh, you walk out a couple listen. of jobs. I don't know why you quit. No, I, matter of fact, I, I, I'll go first. If you do, you have something? No, go because okay. I what I got. I'll Brian, Brian and I were just talking about this. Um, oddly enough, it's on topic. I had oh. a really good job. Um, that. Uh, I was senior technician at doing all the training, and they actually wanted me to become foreman, but I declined. What's I, foreman? Foreman is the boss. Oh, okay. So let's. Um, I, I I had to walk away from it, man, because uh, as far as from a family standpoint, I didn't know if I was going to have a paycheck the next week, mm. and it was basically all on faith of the company, which I had little to none in, uh. and. Um, I literally, it was it was a situation that they put me in where I couldn't really turn in two-week notice. I just had to walk away. Hmm. What about you, B? Why I quit blank. God, I'm glad we talked about that beforehand because I wouldn't. <laughs> Why I uh, quit blank. There's something that you could talk about, but you talked about it in your own podcast. Shout out to you. Why I quit serving at church I was at? Um, no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying you could say that. Oh, bro, we can talk about it, man. I have no shame in my game. Uh, why I why I quit serving is because I I knew that I needed to go somewhere where I could spiritually grow, and sometimes where you were is not where you're supposed to stay. So that's yep. why I quit. Yep. All right. So why I quit and still haven't quit Starbucks, Bucky's, the Bucks. Um. I'm about to put that little <coughs> in. I'm going to do something extra because I, I need my weekends like America. Next card. <laughs> Interview your biggest competitor. In this room? Who's my biggest competitor right now? Oh, so we're doing in this room? No. Interview your biggest competitor. Actually, this doesn't apply to anybody, actually, because actually there's competitors. My, my biggest competitor would be myself. My biggest competitor would be, yeah, I'm I'm very hard on myself. It could be Coco. It could be it could be a lot of people actually. 
So not only you want to answer that question. Let's go to the third card. The third card says these are randomly picked, America. So clearly, because we didn't really do the second one. So no, if it was no. planned, reintroduce <clears throat> yourself to your audience. What? All right, it's regular John. <laughs> like it's regular John. I'm Sean. Mr. Regular Degula. That's me. Ain't nothing changed. B. Lewis and Perfect Church. But yeah. Imperfect Church Podcast. That part, I'm really trying to get him a tag on his on his podcast. Man. Yeah, I really love the name. To... When I when I saw that, I love the name. I'm really bro. trying to get him that a was, tag. That was really good. I'm low-key managing him. Really, not really. But anyway, another podcast. Um, shot the pod decks, though, because honestly, I got these cards. Can we pick one more? I feel yeah, like yes, let's more. do that. Please. Oh, my uh, God. Where's I feel like those were questions you know out of context. Yeah. These are episode uh, decks. Let's do it. Like, yeah, these all right, y'all, y'all, y'all pick, please, please, all right, please. We'll, I'll tell you what, we'll all pick one, and then we'll do the best one out of the three. All right, that's that's all cool. Because right. I mean, these are all random questions in the world. Like they're not. B, pick one. Oh, this one ain't bad, but it's not good. Either. And I'm gonna pick one too, because I've been shuffling the whole episode. Yeah, man, man. I <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's here. Mm, I like this deck better. The other deck is better. Again, do deck. Deck. <laughs> but an interview deck. These are like episode yeah, no, decks. No, I get For it. For the sake it. of time and money, it says share a money saving tip. So I'm going to give you a money saving tip that my father taught me that he I'm got from a, movie, a, a book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, is pay yourself first. So Yeah, I, I, guess I got one that's you know, heavy over here. Oh, I'm going to wait for oh, mine. Mine is I heavy. Got, uh, mine is Desert Island Book, Music, and Movies. I can skip the book part because we all know I can't read. So, I'll well, skip the book you, part. Did this come out and tell yourself that you couldn't read like that? <laughs> Shut on white reading. No, I mean I can, but I just... I, you I, haven't read a book that interests you. No, you don't. I I, I suffer from dyslexia and learning disabilities, oh, so wow. there's nothing reading that really well, interests me. Well, what about audio books? <laughs> can we put it in your ear and then you... Well, you yeah. Backwards, I can down, tell you that. Down for that, but it's not really a. It, I'm not reading it, so that's the same thing, man. <laughs> People, you can cheat with an audio book. All right, um, music. Man, I'm so eclectic. You know that. That can't. That part. Oh, I would say <clears throat> if I had to pick a genre, I would say '90s grunge. '90s grunge. You know, Nirvana. Biscuit, all that shit. No, well, that's early 2000s. Oh, but, that's early 2000s. Um, oh, what? Soundgarden. Yeah, Nirvana's dope. Soundgarden, Metallica, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Movies, definitely Matrix. Oh my god, hands down, the Matrix. All three? Oh, no, no. Just the, the first one. If you're a Matrix fan, the first one is the only one that counts. Alright, so my card was three things I wish I had done differently. Oh god. It's only three? Three things should, I wish I had done differently. That, that list should be longer for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wish I would have. It goes back to the topic. I wish. Um, I wish. I wish I would have been different. Shout out R. Kelly. 
Oh man, is that an R. Kelly song? It is. Hey, y'all don't cancel me. He had the cornrows in the no, video. I'm going to piss on you. Oh man. <laughs> he had the cornrows in the do video. Not Shout out to R. Kelly. I did not realize that that was his song. But three things I wish I would have done differently. I think one of them has definitely been a better father influence. Two, I think I would have realized my greatness. Somebody's frying chicken in here, man. Prior to, nah, I wish. Who was frying chicken? We used fried chicken another night, another podcast. Anyway, the second thing I wish I would have done was embodied what I wanted to do in life early in life. Third thing I wanted to do was just be a better friend and better person in general. No, I'll. I'll argue the the better First friend of all, thing. You though. are an I'm an asshole. Exceptional friend. No, I'm an asshole. No, look, everybody needs look, a real friend. No, look, bro. look, you look, can look, sit look. There and say you're a anybody, bro. anybody who who will make cool. your cousin come out of bed at like one, two o'clock in the morning, drive across town, just to make sure. That their friend is okay. You really want to put our history out there on this podcast? This is this is not even on topic. We've been through some shit. Oh yeah, we've been through some stuff. But what did I say? How long we been running, bro? This is like an hour and a half podcast, ain't it? Man, we here. 140, 150. Bro, hey, y'all. We love y'all. This has been the... Oh, uh, hold on. How you gonna close out my shit? John podcast. Bro, how you gonna close out John won't let me manage this podcast. No, on. hell no. You gotta manage my shit. Executive produced you can, you can fall back, podcast. though. You can sit back in your chair, though. Sit back and get relaxed. Get relaxed. No, you're not pressing this one. You can press it on your pad for it. Yeah, press it on your pad. So with that being said... There might be some never let me press my buttons. Amer- you will not press one on my shit. And I had my pie. We ain't playing cards. So you once just, again. You just do the cards out like we playing cards. Spades. So shout out to Pie Dicks for these um, random questions. Which they're not sponsoring. You just like them that much. It was really dope. They follow me on Instagram. I have to give them a they, they, oh, they shout out. So with that being said, shout out to Pie Dicks. And with that being said, peace in the hood. Stop the violence. We had a good episode tonight. We did the pod decks. We talked about fatherhood. Yo. Shout out to B. Lewis coming through. Shout out to Sean Flynn coming through. Always. And, um, it was amazing. So, Peace in the Hood, Stop the Violence, I'm out. Bomb.